listening to WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Welcome to another edition of Gray Matters, the weekly news and media talk show. My name is Dick Whaley. And I'm Jim Dwyer. In the dog days of August in Ann Arbor, one more week of relative peace and quiet, and then things are changing. You know, I have to say, though, that uh, the drive in here was a little fraught. Uh, Traffic seems to be getting worse and worse in Ann Arbor. There are a lot of construction uh, projects that are contributing to that, of course, all the work on State Street. There might be a race tonight, too, because I was over at uh, the copying joint, and uh, I noticed orange bags everywhere. Oh, well, that's part of the fun, too. But uh, just two quick little tips for drivers out there. Uh, if you uh, are in the middle of traffic, say, at a four-way stop, this is something I just witnessed, uh, and you don't quite know where to go and you're looking at your phone as traffic continues to accumulate behind you, just make a right turn, pull over, and figure it out and get out of the way of traffic. Also, there's this little thing called going around the block. If you missed your turn, don't do a U-turn in the middle of the road. Saw one of those just this afternoon. A U-turn in the middle of traffic in uh, just uh, incredible. Uh, all you got to do is go around the block, people, and you can uh, catch that turn that you missed. Yes, indeed. And uh, hopefully we we won't miss Donald Trump. He's on vacation. Thank God. What kind of mischief could he get up to? He's, he's all alone. He's, he's there by himself, they say. I think the family are taking a well-earned break from him as well, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine how much fun that must be, right? Uh, so, yeah, he's at a golf course in New Jersey. Uh, just him and his Twitter thumbs. And, of course, he's been promoting conspiracy theories over the weekend. Uh, I am afraid that I will never become an expert on the Jeffrey Epstein saga. But uh, Well, was... regarding conspiracy theories yeah. involving this, let's just say quickly up front, nobody knows what happened. Exactly. Nobody will know what happens until an investigation is allowed to occur. Uh, the extent to which anybody can trust Attorney General William Barr is, of course, a complicating factor. But I have hope that the uh, Inspector General of the Department of Justice can determine what in fact went wrong here clearly things went wrong um having said mistakes that mistakes were made mistakes were made uh having said all that of course you know i again while remaining you know patient until actual facts emerge i i will say up front that i wouldn't be at all surprised if uh, there turns out to be foul play involved, I mean, uh, are there rich and powerful people uh, willing to pull strings and make connections to prevent certain people from testifying? Well, the crown prince of uh, Saudi Arabia has uh, ample cash at his disposal to uh, pull strings and make arrangements. Uh, and, of course, I you know, already mentioned the sort of eyes-wide-shut scenario that this Epstein saga seems to reveal uh, the tip of an iceberg of that sort of secret elite world of sleaze. Uh, so while it remains entirely possible that uh, this was a hit, we won't really know. 
Uh, one thing is sure, uh, the, the conspiracy theory that Clown Pants is floating is that this is part of the Clinton hit list. I, I really doubt that Bill and or Hillary Clinton or their team of secret Clintonian ninjas were able to pull this one off. Uh, that much we know did not happen. Well, and that's part of the problem with these speculative conspiracy theories, you know, Hillary Clinton and Pizzagate. Of great interest to me on the Epstein matter, uh, it runs as follows. <clears throat> on Saturday morning, before Epstein committed suicide or was murdered, we don't know, and let's be honest here, I mean, an investigation is going to probably take... Two years. Right. Uh, the inspector general allegedly was investigating for over two years whether or not James Comey uh, broke a law uh, by revealing classified information. Comey had taken notes of his uh, strange meetings with Donald Trump and had written down contemporaneous notes uh, on the subject. And these notes were apparently circulated within the FBI. Uh, but also to a professor friend. Um, anyway, he concluded that there was no criminal uh, uh, act by James Comey and that the documents were going to be downgraded to confidential. Uh, we've talked before about how they overclassified documents in the uh, U.S. government. That continues to be a big problem. But, of course, the documents are are of great interest here. Uh, Friday, a judge uh, ruled on behalf of the Miami Herald and other media outlets that documents were to be released mm -hmm. related to a confidential agreement uh, that had apparently been signed. There was a there was a defamation lawsuit that was filed by Virginia. Uh, Joffe, I think that's how her name is pronounced, Joff, it's spelled G-I-U-F-F-R-E, <clears throat> a lawsuit that was filed in 2015 and interestingly settled in 2017. Uh, Michael Cohen's role uh, in this is unclear, um, and I'm not even going to accuse Michael Cohen of any role in this. But of the 2,000-page documents, this has caught my eye, and I want to read this because it is startling. This is an article by Benjamin Weiser. Uh, and there was a large staff of New York Times reporters that probably went over the 2,000 pages in uh, quick order. Uh, I mean, it's pretty hard to finish War and Peace twice in one day. <laughs> So I'm sure they uh, distributed some segments to, to one teams, another. yeah, you break it down. Conclude, you know, you, you do the first uh, 150, you do the—anyway, uh, this is what he, what appears in the Saturday New York Times newspaper before uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein died. About 2,000 pages of the materials were posted online by the appeals court on Friday— providing a high-definition glimpse inside what uh, federal prosecutors have now said was Mr. Epstein's long-running sex trafficking operation. 
The fullest account is provided by Miss Joffrey, who claims that Mr. Epstein uh, turned her into a sex slave. In a sworn deposition, this is the key paragraph, she said that she first met Miss Maxwell, who is the madame of this mystery. Uh, this is the daughter of publishing Robert, magnate. Rob, Robert Maxwell, who died mysteriously on a boat in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, and there were a lot of conspiracy theories about that, I might add, uh, that we don't need to get into here at this time. But there were some rumors that Mossad might have had a role in that. Um, and uh, I'm sure they have uh, agents in the uh, Manhattan Federal Probably. Penitentiary. Um, the daughter of Robert Maxwell and Mr. Epstein in the summer of 2000. This is when uh, Ms. Joffrey first met uh, Epstein and Ms. Maxwell. When she was 16 and at the time was working as a masseuse at the spa of Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Let me read that again. <laughs> she's 16. Underage masseuse. She's working as a masseuse at Mar-a-Lago. And, of course, the connections between Epstein and Trump are fairly well documented. As I've joked, uh, Trump seems to have known more about Jeff Epstein's sexual interests than he does either Watergate or Teapot Dome. <laughs> but we'll leave that for another day. Uh, so the fact that Donald Trump is out Saturday night promoting conspiracy theories on his Twitter account, and I haven't read these because, frankly, they're par for the course. I mean, this is this is how Donald Trump operates. He throws out a lot of nonsense, um, throws out a lot of vituperative attacks on individuals, people, racism, etc., uh, you know, a fascinating deconstruction, by the way, of the manifesto of the Texas shooter and the uh, <clears throat> Fox uh, opinion uh, makers who have shows throughout the day. We have basically the phrase invasion <laughs> and we have the, the phrase replacement. These words seem to pop up at unbelievable numbers in the manifesto. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I've been reading a book. I just finished it. It's fascinating. So a lot of people are saying the new conspiracism and assault on democracy. This is a scholarly book by Russell uh, Muirhead and Nancy Rosenbaum about the recent um, proliferation of conspiracies, even without theories. <laughs> You know, that there's mysterious things happening out there that, you know, we were briefly mentioning last week. The number eight is connected to Hitler. Heil Hitler being 88 being a, a number that apparently is being requested by white nationalists at various Department of Motor Vehicles throughout the country. Uh, <laughs> you know, and this numerology stuff is bizarre, but these apparently become code words. I guess 1488 has an even stranger uh, connotation in the white supremacist uh, um, elements of our country. And, of course, uh, QAnon, 
It turns out that <clears throat> Q was the 17th letter of the alphabet, and Trump was first inaugurated in 2017. Then, of course, he goes to the University of Alabama and he gets a basketball jersey that has Trump 17 on it. This is supposed to mean something. Well, who knows what it means? But it is interesting that in 2015, the governor of Texas, and of course in the aftermath of El Paso and whatnot, uh, we're now having discussions about red flag uh, laws. Ironic that there's red flag laws in 17 states. There's that number again. <laughs> They're already there. There's already a conspiracy, apparently. Uh, <clears throat> these are all blue states, by the way, just about all of them. And uh, before the uh, Connecticut um, tragedies in Newtown, uh, there were only five states that had them. Uh, so that is progress. Mike DeWine, governor of Ohio, is at least willing to discuss a red flag law in the state of Ohio. But don't hold your breath here about what's going to happen. Uh, Donald Trump took $30 million from the NRA. By the end of the week, he was backtracking on any support that he had. Kim Jong-un decided to celebrate the week by firing a couple more missiles into the Sea of Japan as a protest to the joint South Korean-American military exercises. And what does Donald Trump tell us on Friday? I got a beautiful letter from Kim Jong-un. It was three pages. It was perfumed, I think. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was so beautiful about it? <laughs> Dear Donald... I miss you so much. This is so wackadoodle. Well, the governor of Texas uh, got involved pretty heavily in 2015. And this is uh, from the book about this bizarre uh, army operation called Jade Helm 15, in which uh, nutbags in Texas claimed that the U.S. Army was going to take over Texas. These military exercises that they were. I mean, like. Starting with Burpleson Air Force Base. <laughs> um, and I kept wondering where Jack the Ripper was. <laughs> Got to hand it to those commies. They sure look like the real thing. Redcoats. The Redcoats are coming. Mandrake, the Redcoats are coming. Uh, Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, decided that uh, that he wanted to call out the Texas National Guard uh, Greg Abbott, quote, went so far as to task the Texas State Guard with monitoring the military operations on behalf of the state. Quote, during the training operations, Mr. Abbott wrote, Governor Abbott wrote to the Guard, it's important that Texans know their safety, constitutional, private property rights and civil liberties will not be infringed. <laughs> And, of course, Texas turns out to be a state where they've actually loosened gun laws in recent years. Um, of course, another irony to compound that is that's 2015, that incident you're talking about, yeah. right, involving the governor and the Texas National Guard. Well, lo and behold, now there are U.S. Armed Forces on the ground in Texas, supposedly there to build a wall. Uh that's not really ever been fully resolved as to the full legality of uh, having these uh, troops 
uh, on the ground in Texas. But that's just part of the slurry. Yeah, and let's remember, by the way, that Donald Trump <clears throat> went to the NRA uh, earlier this year in late April uh, in an address to the NRA. Donald Trump vowed to end the U.S. involvement in arms treaties. He told this to his most loyal supporters at the NRA convention. Uh, more questions about uh, Wayne LaPierre and his financial uh, shenanigans. This apparently is being investigated by the state of New York. Yeah, it turns out that uh, he's buying all these fabulous, wonderful lifestyles of the rich and famous properties, clothes, and automobiles on the dime of this purportedly nonprofit organization, which is, of course, currently under investigation from, I believe, the New York State Attorney General yes. as to the uh, degree to which they have uh, violated that concept. But he's also been uh, recently, Wayne LaPierre, uh, asking the NRA to, oh, in the wake of these gun shootings, uh, people are mad at me. Uh, I need more security. So uh, the NRA needs to spend a lot of money to secure my uh, $6 million mansion from people who don't like me. What, is he not packing a gun? <laughs> I mean, isn't that their whole argument is that all you need is a gun and nobody can intrude on your property. So he should just be walking around the perimeter himself with the shotgun. <laughs> What's the deal, Wayne? And, of course, the explanations of mental illness and uh, video games have sort of evaporated under credibility problems. Uh, Trump told the assembled in Indianapolis, uh, home state of Mike Pence, who assured the crowd when he warmed the crowd up, under the president and this president, Mike Pence said, no one is taking your guns. Well, nobody's proposing taking guns. <laughs> the minimal proposals that have been made are simply more thorough background checks. Uh, I keep forgetting that mental illness only seems to afflict the United States. Uh, apparently, America is the only country uh, that watches video games, which, of course, is dispelled by the fact that there was a massive... Uh, video sporting event in uh, Arthur Ashe Stadium in uh, in New York City a couple of weeks ago where a, a young guy from America won $3 million in prize money. I was reading in the sports section, if you can believe this, that it was in the sports section. Apparently there was a big crowd yelling and screaming. Um, I don't know if they were selling guns in the concession stand area. Probably not because it was the state of New York. But there were 100 million entrants into, into this World Series of video games. Where It's know. a generational thing where it's an entertainment option that you and I didn't grow up with. You know, we had arcade games. Uh, then, you know, there's folks, you know, our age who who play video games. But this is this is nothing to do with these catastrophes uh there are you know it's like blaming novels for murder you know oh if uh, arthur conan doyle hadn't written all those sherlock holmes stories we wouldn't have all these complicated murders today no that's not how that works uh that's pretty ridiculous and of course you know besides promising the 
the duly gathered of the NRA in Indianapolis that Trump was going to end uh, the United States' involvement in the arms treaty. Uh, We've had disturbing reports that the United States is planning on stationing missiles uh, on the uh, border of China, which is, you know, where this is going is anybody's guess. Well, especially since there's been uh, increased tensions on China's western uh, border in the Kashmir region. And people forget China's right up there in that corner, too. It's traditionally seen as an India-Pakistan rivalry. But China has uh, an ever so watchful eye on that frontier. Well, and there's even a little sliver of it that's allegedly claimed by the Chinese. Mm -hmm. So it's exceedingly complicated. But uh, fascinating to see the trade war escalate last week while Trump was down in El Paso uh, posing in photographs with babies. Uh, That photo of the thumbs up. Yeah. Like, hey, like, dude, clearly you do not know how to behave. This baby was orphaned by a mad gunman spouting your rhetoric. Uh, the the father shielded the mother and the infant with his own body. He died. The mother shielded the infant with her body. She died. Yeah. They left kids behind. You got a lot of nerve to smile in that photo, man. Well, he's he's grinning. I mean, he looks that like Sidney Greenstreet ob- with obscene. A- with a bad toupee on. God. And he's got this thumbs up sign like, you know, that's out of the Roman emperors, I might add. Melania's holding the baby in a kind of bizarre <laughs> pose herself. And, of course, the baby's uncle um, is in the photo as well. He's the Trump supporter. He's there, the Trump so. supporter, and he also claimed that his brother was, too. Uh, the baby had been discharged from the hospital, but was retrieved for the purposes of a photo op. This is grotesque. This is really yeah. over the line. Um, and Donald Trump, of course, began to tweet about his trip of healing, which, I mean, frankly, most of the victims in El Paso refused to see the president. This was staged to counteract the fact that the El Paso trip was a flop for Trump, uh, even though he tried to turn this into a, a PR disaster. And, of course, at the NRA convention, he had to throw in the fact uh, with this strange line, uh, they tried a coup. Didn't work, did it, so well. Didn't need a gun for that one. <laughs> like, Yeah, the didn't need a gun for that one line probably doesn't go over super Super hot at the NRA assembly, but uh, and the, you know, the, and of course, this coup d'état phraseology of Donald Trump is his explanation for you know the Russian investigation, the hoax, the witch hunt. The you know, he's got eighteen phrases for that. Well, and that will continue. By the way, uh, one of the other kind of bizarre little stories God. of the week was that. Uh, Peter Strozik and Andrew McCabe have filed lawsuits. That's going to be an interesting one to follow. Yeah, I, I, I think that's they've got a good case. Yeah, they're basically arguing that they were fired, uh, not for misconduct, 
uh, but for uh, uh, interference by the president. There's a lot of interesting details that uh, stand a likelihood of emerging from such a trial, too. And they have selectively, I'm afraid, uh, reported on Peter Strozik's emails with his lover girlfriend that was in the FBI. This is, you know, office gossip. Um, he apparently denounced some other presidential candidates. So I, I think they're overstating the bias. Now, Mueller, of course, once he found out about it, felt obligated to um, discharge him based on the, quote, the appearance of the conflict of interest. It was interesting, though, that the people whom Trump went after the hardest amongst the DOJ staff were those whose expertise was Russian money laundering, Russian gangs, and Russia business connections. Sure. You know, Bruce Orr, Peter Strzok, uh, Comey, a couple of others. Uh, <laughs> that's not random. Well, it's not random. And also the thing that's amazing about it is Trump spent most of his... 2017, not working on reforming immigration. One presumably could have thought he might have gotten something actually done uh, with the Republicans in charge of both houses of Congress. But he spent most of 2017 denouncing the Russian investigation, Comey, uh, Mueller, uh, the hoax, the coup d'etat, this kind of almost paranoid attitude that he's got about who he is and what's actually going on. Um, you know, he, he's got, I mean, he shouldn't be allowed to have a gun. <laughs> or a Twitter account. <laughs> I think, quite frankly, I think the, the Washington Post has uh, revised their numbers. In like 928 days, Trump has told over 1,200 explicit falsehoods, like yeah. easily demonstrable falsehoods well i heard last week uh, cnn counted 54 or something like that it was in the 50s and one thing he didn't comment on which is surprising because it's his pal putsy wootsy uh but this uh ill-fated missile test which caused regional radiation profiles yeah. to spike dramatically uh is a pretty startling development and of course putin has his own complicated uh, foreign policy objectives with uh, these missile developments. It's interesting to note, by the way, that the United States um, is using the excuse of including China in the negotiations over an updated INF treaty when it's the United States that has six, time, six times oh. the number of operational nuclear warheads. And <clears throat> they're still there around the globe right uh military exercises in south korea I, I don't think donald trump has ever quite grasped what kim jong-un is up to so he's he's getting taken to the cleaners there but such beautiful penmanship but penmanship is outstanding and uh he's his little buddy uh they can kind of play off one another for their own purposes and for some bizarre reason, Donald Trump thinks he somehow going to get the Nobel Peace Prize for these activities. Um, I, you know what? If if he jumped into a 